The following is a Red Apple Podcast Network presentation. They say this is a big, rich town. I just come from the poet's part. Bright light, city life, I gotta make it. Welcome to Dominic Carter's podcast. This is Dominic Carter's City Hall. Now, here's Dominic Carter. Dominic Carter, Red Apple Podcast, Talk Radio 77 WABC. You can hear me live Monday through Friday, midnight to 1 a.m. on 77 WABC. And if you are interested in my book on my life or my bobblehead doll, you can go to DominicCarterOnline.com. President Kennedy once said, quote, one person can make a difference and everyone should try. It bears repeating because I really want this to sink in. One person can make a difference and everyone should try. Please don't tell me this can't be done. As I continue to travel all over America and Canada speaking, I always come across people that are single-handedly making a huge difference, changing the world one individual person. You're about to hear someone in their own words, not only trying to make a difference, but for years has been saving lives, either on the front line as a former New York City police officer or what he does now, mentoring young people through the New York City Cops and Kids Boxing Program and still running his full-time business, a successful meat market in Brooklyn. He is a remarkable man. His name is Pat Russo. This is my podcast. Let's go. topic of mentoring kids from city to city, state to state, but particularly in New York is very important to me. My youth football coach named Coach Bill, who happened to be a white NYPD officer, stepped up and in doing so saved my life. Coach Bill was not only our coach, but a mentor to every kid on the team, a father figure consisting of African-American and Latino young men, impressionable young men that for the most part did not have father figures at home like me. And the streets were calling all of us. Let me be very clear. I, Dominic Carter, was going to be very good at something. Without Coach Bill, Like many of my friends that I grew up with, I would probably be serving a long prison sentence. That's the difference that coaches, mentors can make. They save lives one kid at a time. Rather than complaining constantly, 
What are we all collectively doing to step up? Coaches and mentors are stepping up because somebody has to do it to make society better. All of us can't just sit back and complain. I spoke to Coach Bill just recently, and this man was upset he couldn't save all of us. Fast forward about 40 years from my beloved Coach Bill, who gave so much as an NYPD officer to coaching young black and Latino kids to a man named Pat Russo. Pat walked the beat as an NYPD cop. He is a strong believer in community policing, but I, for one, am humbled at what he does now. He runs the Cops and Kids Boxing Program. And on September 10th, they are having a big event at the Staten Island Ferry Hawks Stadium as part of a fundraiser to help pay for the Cops and Kids Boxing Program. They will be holding an event that includes a boxing card of first responders all pitching in to help the Cops and Kids Boxing Program. And Pat Russo joins me now on the podcast. Thanks for appearing. And please, Pat Russo, tell us about the event. Well, thanks for having me, Dominic. Well, it's an event to raise funds for not only the New York City Cops and Kids Program, but we partnered up for this event with the, the wonderful organization, Tunnel of Towers. And I'll just tell you a little bit about it, how that came about. I was driving home from the Madison Square Garden where a bunch of our kids boxed. And I came through the, the Brooklyn Battery Tunnel and I looked up on the BQE and I saw a sign, Tunnel of Towers sign that said, do good and never forget. And that's what this event is about, is about doing good, that then taking care of our youth, the future of our city, and never forgetting the families of the people we lost on 911. And so, Pat Russo, help me out with this now, because uh, looking at the flyer for the event, it's billed as a first uh, responders, first responders unite, FDNY, Department of Corrections, Customs, I believe the United States Marine Corps. Is all of that accurate? And what's the one theme, if there's one, for this event coming up? Well, the theme is first responders getting together. And they do every day. They're getting together to put on a show, a boxing event for charity. And we're united in this effort to make sure we take care of our kids and we never forget those, those we lost on 911 and those, the families of uh, those that we lost during the World Trade Center attack. Like you said, it's it's the NYPD, it's the FDNY. Believe it or not, National Grid helped to rebuild the Freedom Tower. We have the Department of Sanitation who cleaned up after the attacks. And we got the Port Authority that that lost quite a few members, Port Authority Police Department. And uh, New York City, actually, the United States Customs Department has somebody boxing on the show. So it's everybody getting together. And it's first responders fighting for our kids. What a wonderful and novel idea. So it's a fundraiser to benefit a tunnel to towers. Correct. And the New York City Cops and Kids program. 
And so which, which I, is a I, free program for kids ages 12 to 21. We expanded since we last spoke. We're now not only boxing, but we're a fitness center. Because not every kid wants a box, but every kid wants to be in shape. And also we have an educational component that we added to it. Wow. Since just the last time, the last time that we spoke. And, and you see, Pat Russo, you already know how I feel about coaches. And in particular, you know, in my life, my coach Bill saved my life. A white police officer, sort of like yourself, giving back to the community and the heart of the community, helping children. Why are you doing what you're doing? Because it was what I was taught to do. Being part of a pilot project for community policing, that's what this was born from. The pilot project for community policing, we were told, go out and see what the problems affecting the community were at that time. But at that time, gangs and drugs were recruiting our kids to become gang members and drug dealers. So what the community told us was, we need a positive alternative to get to these kids before the gangs, before they get caught up in that street life. And I said, boxing, I just started boxing at the time in the police academy for the NYPD team. I said, this is a perfect cabin on a stick to get to these kids that want to be perceived as tough guys and put them on a positive track. And today, the entire NYPD boxing team came through the program. There were kids that took the NYPD test and they're, they're kids. I ask everybody to go on our social media pages. And on Instagram, it's NYC Cops and Kids. And our website is Cops and Kids Boxing. And just see the wonderful work that New York City police officers are doing today for, for our youth. So one more time, you just said all the kids that, what, what the point you just made, the kids that were boxing, they're, they're all on the team, they're all NYPD officers they're now? They're all today NYPD officers, correct. Wow. So we see a direct positive connection. Right. It's building relationships because there's a perception now that there's a poor relationship between cops and inner city youth. And I'll tell you right now, if you come to any of our gyms, you're going to see the exact opposite. Wow. All I can say is bless you, Pat Russo, for what you're doing. So why is the big event on September 10th? Why is it being held on Staten Island? But because it's, well, Staten is our, really our first event held on Staten Island. And I got a lot of heat because they said it's not going to sell on Staten Island. And I said, bull, it's going to sell on Staten Island. Because I'm gonna, let me paint you a picture of the Staten Island Ferry Hawks Stadium. It's the Freedom Towers in the background. We're going to have the ceremonial unit. And we're going to have a local uh, singer the real Jessica Rose is going to sing the national anthem. She was a contestant on American Idol. She's going to sing the national anthem. We're going to have a fireboat right there in the bay with the big fountains, red, white, and blue. We're going to have aviation, NYPD aviation fly overhead. And every, every, the first thousand people that enter the stadium is going to get an American flag. And it, it would just, I just want to picture an all-out patriotic American pro-New York event, a positive event to showcase, to showcase the Freedom Tower, to showcase our first responders, and to showcase the great kids. A couple of the kids 
are going to be boxing on the show too. A couple of kids from our program to showcase the, uh, not the kids. They, these are the actual people that graduated from the program. They're all 21 and up. But it's a, uh, it's gonna, it's gonna be a, a fantastic event, and you're gonna leave there, and everybody's gonna go get an American flag tattoo on their arm. They're gonna be so excited about the event. And September 10th, and the location again, Pat Russo. It's gonna be on on Bay Street in Staten Island at the Ferry Hawk Stadium. Oh, at the actual stadium. At the stadium, which is owned by uh, John Castamatidis. Correct. Correct. (laughs) Correct. And this is September 10th. Yes. Okay, so you are leading, and I, I really enjoy chatting with you when I get a chance to do so, the NYPD Cops and Kids Boxing Program, but you were also a police officer, and, and I want to talk to you about police community relations, but before I go there, before I go there, I saw a photo with yourself and a young man, and he just won the New York boxing tournament. And what impressed me even more is that the young man has a 98.6 average in school. Is that accurate? Right. right. Absolutely. And, and not only that, but because we, we make it like a competition because they're what kids love to be competitive so we do a contest every year that the highest average overall average at the end of the year in june high school average gets a one thousand dollar check from the nypd boxing team so believe it or not we got boxes with 90 averages so that perception that that boxes are just pugs that's that's a false perception because a lot of our kids in our program, it's a sweet science. And a lot of the kids are very studious and we have them competing for a, uh, for a thousand dollars. It's a great motivator. Wow. They wow. also so- get every, every report card that comes out every marking period. Any kid with over a 90 average gets a $50 bill from a cop. That's amazing. That, that is amazing. So, Pat Russo, somebody that was on the streets, community policing and so on, you and your career, as a former cop, how do we clean up the city? Because right now, it is outrageous what is going on in New York. How do we clean up the streets, clean Let up the t- city? We, we, the template is there to do it. We did it. Not, not only was community policing doing things like that, get, keeping kids off the street, but we worked with the community. And you know what the community told us? That it's not all these kids that are selling drugs and gangbangers. They were leaders of these groups. Like John Gotti was the leader of the Gambino crime family. And what the FBI did, they targeted John Gotti and they put to bed the Gambino crime family. We did that on a smaller basis, on a local basis. Like each gang or drug deal has a specific spot where they wreak their havoc. We listened to the community. The community told us off the record, behind closed doors, they told us who was destroying their neighborhood, who was recruiting those kids. And we targeted them through precision policing, through techniques working. Here is the key right now of what we need today. Eric Adams got to get the five district attorneys in the office, and, you, and he's got to tell them, you need to work with my precincts. Of course, the precincts are, are the eyes and ears of the community. 
They're going to tell you who the bad guys that are destroying their community. And then you need to target those individuals. And I'm telling you, they're all going to be recidivists. And we need to put them away. And you need to make an example of them. They need to get substantial time in prison just to set an example. And it could be done because we did it. The template is there to do it. And I'm hoping Eric Adams is the, he lived it. He lived it with me. We were cops together. It could be done, but you need collaboration. You need everybody to work together, the cops, the prosecutors, and the community. So police officers being attacked. Are you surprised so many cops are just quitting, walking away literally from their full pensions? In full disclosure, my son is a New York City police officer. My son could have took the keys to my business and probably made quadruple the money he's making as a cop. He decided to go into law enforcement, and I love that he did that. And I enthusiastically back his decision. But I'm telling you, I put my head on my pillow, and I go to sleep every night praying that he's okay. Like every other kid in the program that we encourage to be police officers. And it's why this program is so important, the Cops and Kids program, because it builds the relationship between the inner city kids. But right now, we only have gyms in Brooklyn and Staten Island. And again, another message to Mayor Adams. We need a gym in Queens. We need a gym in Harlem. And we need a gym in the Bronx desperately. We need to do this. This was part of community policing and precision problem-solving policing that made this the safest city in America. We could do it again. I got to speak for the cops now. They can't speak for themselves. He's got to do something about qualified immunity because these cops can't go out there. They're willing to risk their lives. But you know what they're not willing to risk? Their houses and their homes that they uh, work so hard to, to build, to be sued. And, and, and these criminals use that as a tool. They sue you. They sue you. They make civilian complaints against you to try to sideline you. So we need Eric to work with the legislatures and bring back qualified immunity. And we have to get rid of the diaphragm law. The diaphragm law is totally ridiculous. Look at, for instance, that, that video that went viral on the subway. That cop was being put in a headlock by a perpetrator. And, and I'm telling you, just from being in that position prior to the diaphragm law, he's thinking about what I got to do to survive. Because if this guy puts me out, he's going to get my firearm. And all of a sudden, he's going to be armed. And I got to worry about now that I can't sit on his back. I can't sit on his chest. I can't get him in a, a headlock or I'm going to be sued and lose my house. It's a very dangerous position that the legislature's put these officers in, and that's why they're leaving. That's why they're leaving. They, they want to do the job. Believe me, there's not a cop in the world that doesn't want to be part of the NYPD. It's the, the greatest organization in the world. What they did by demonizing police officers and enacting these ridiculous laws was an overreaction And it needs to be fixed. And Eric Adams got to get on his soapbox and he's got to get out there and tell the, that's it, enough is enough. We got to take the streets back for the law abiding. But then John Castamatiti says it all the time. But a 99% of the people in this city, good people, 
We got it. We got to take care of the 1% and and there needs to be consequences for bad behavior. Pat Russo, briefly tell me about your best experience as a police officer, but also your worst experience. Well, the worst experience that I had was actually after I retired when I responded to 911. It was just a horrific, I, I can never, I can't even describe it, the most horrific day of my life going into responding to that. And it was after the fact. And I did it as a retired officer just in a rescue and recovery on the day of the event. It was literally walking into hell. And my best experience was being part of the pilot project for community policing because we were able to come up with innovative techniques like a confidential on patrol doing a confidential informant and search warrant program to eliminate these chronic narcotics locations that were embedded in housing developments, in in local tenements. We were able to shut them down. Just imagine living in a four-story house where one of the houses is a drug den. We developed, we developed a technique to go in there and target those individuals and shut those places down and give that so that homeowner is building back and those tenants, their apartments back. So, okay. so being so part of the community policing head... program was the best part of my career. Okay, fair enough. Now as the head of the New York City Cops and Kids Boxing Program, what's been your best experience and your worst experience there as well? Well, my best experience is, is getting the kids to take the test and become New York City police officers. Because it's 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 just a great feeling when they ask me to come up to the police academy and pin their shield on their chest. I did it for my son. I did it for all all the kids in the program. It's just I can't describe. It's just a wonderful feeling of uh, accomplishment. And my worst experience is in our years of doing this. It's been 25 years. We lost four kids to the streets. And they weren't doing anything wrong. They just lived in the wrong zip code. And they were the victims of gun violence, random gun violence, so which is which is why we got it. We got to keep the program going in their names and in all the offices. We lost names. Wow. Let me come full circle. Pat Russo, before I let you go, as head of the NYPD Cops and Kids Boxing Program, I want to come full circle. The event you have coming up September 10th at the Ferry Hawk Stadium in Staten Island. Tell us one more time, please, what it is and what it's about and what does it benefit? Well, it's about first responders getting together and going to fight for our kids. I'll just give you an example. There's, there's a, a great sanitation worker, Tommy Scolza. He's works for the Department of Sanitation for about 10 years, and he's also a bartender at a famous bar in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, called Skin Flints. And I guarantee he's going to sell a couple of hundred tickets just himself. People are going to come out to, to watch him box. And we also, it's just great. We got firefighters and cops fighting together for the kids. I know you're used to seeing us, the big FDNY against NYPD in Madison Square Garden. But now we teamed up to box together to raise funds for our kids. It's just going to be a fantastic 
pro-New York and pro-America event, patriotic event. And, and I'm asking, we can't run a free program without events like these. So I need everybody to come out, and I guarantee you, you're going to have a fantastic time. Bring the kids. It's going to be, we're going to have fireworks. We're looking for a sponsor for the fireworks. The fireworks cost us $3,500. Anybody that wants a sponsor, please email me, nypdboxing at aol.com. If you're interested in a sponsorship package, $3,500, and we'll have the fireworks. Well, that is wonderful, and I hope that you indeed have a sponsor. And I thank you for joining us for the podcast and explaining all of this. You are a true, Pat Russo, American hero in terms of uh, so low-key, but you are on the front line. But it's not me, Dominic. It's it's the NYPD boxing team that are the heroes. I just happen to be the guy on the telephone right now. Well, thank you so much for joining us. (laughs) Please go to our Instagram to get tickets, at NYC Cops and Kids. At NYC Cops and Kids on Instagram. Correct. got to buy those tickets. Pat Russo, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you, Dominic. Again, the Instagram account for the Cops and Kids boxing program where you can purchase tickets for their upcoming boxing fundraiser at the Staten Island Ferry Hawk Stadium is at NYC Cops and Kids. Folks, if you are interested in my book or my life growing up in New York City and overcoming numerous obstacles or my bobblehead doll, you can go to my website, DominicCarterOnline.com, or one word, DominicCarterOnline.com. You can catch me on 77 WABC weeknights, midnight to 1 a.m. Go check out the Dominic Carter merchandise at the 77 WABC store from Dominic Carter t-shirts to hats and much more. Go to W. WABCRadioStore.com. Dominic Carter, Red Apple Podcast, 77 WABC. Dominic Carter Socials on Twitter at Dominic TV and Facebook and Instagram, Dominic Carter TV. Email at Dominic.Carter at WABCRadio.com. Until the next episode, be well. And as Dominic always says, stay positive. The glass is always half full, never half empty. Dominic Carter City Hall.